Hello and welcome to the Heal, Equip, and Release podcast. I'm your host, Karen Cruz. Through my work as a licensed counselor, I have developed a passion and hunger to see more women set free as they are healed, equipped, and released into their God-given identity and purpose. Scripture tells us that God has made each one of us with a specific plan and purpose in mind, and His plan for our lives is meant to lead us to a future of hope, blessing, and unshakable peace. However, today many of us find that we are far from experiencing this promise in our daily lives. The truth is that we are in a war, and the battle plan of our enemy is to wound us in such a way that we miss out on the fullness of God's vision for our lives. In this podcast, I will help you explore and experience the love, truth, beauty, and goodness of God that has the power to heal your heart, renew your mind, reignite your spirit, and set you free to joyfully fulfill the unique mission God has placed on your life. Hello, friends, and welcome back. Welcome to day 17 of the Enter His Rest Prayer Challenge. Again, just excited to be with you guys, just diving more and more deeply into the beauty of intimacy with God and the transformation that it brings. And so as we're continuing our kind of contemplation of these things, and specifically in week three, we're looking at desire and the whole topic of giving God our desires. You know, we've looked at being vulnerable with him. We've looked at in week two, trying to just really open our hearts to receive that love as we are practicing vulnerability. And a big part of this again is our desires, like actually being real about what we long for with the Lord, that our desire and our hearts are important to him, that he's placed desires in our hearts, um, and they are meant to point to him. You know, the good, the true, and the beautiful that we desire in our lives are reflections of him, and so we don't have to be afraid of the things that we long for. We need to really have conversations with God about it, um, but this, this today is kind of looking at that tension in our lives when, you know, we have these desires, these longings, and we're in the middle of a trial and it feels like God isn't hearing us. It feels like maybe, you know, this just is a waste of time. This hoping and this believing God's going to do what he wants to do. <laughs> I've heard people say, you know, what does it matter? But we want to resist that that attitude and we want to really um, dive into, I believe is so important, looking at um, the scripture that James, from James um that talks about what we do when we encounter various trials. And so I'm just going to read this to you first, slowly. Um, It's James chapter 1, verses 2 through 4. Consider it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials. For you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. And let perseverance be perfect, so that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. But if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and he will be given it. But he should ask in faith, not doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed about by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord since he is a man of two minds, unstable in all his ways. 
There's so much to talk about in this verse, and we try to keep this short here. So I just want to bring a cu- bring up a couple things because, um, yeah, where you just come face to face with the reality here that there's heartache, you know, in our trials and that we want to be open to giving God our desires to hoping for all these beautiful things in our lives. But then when we come face to face with heartache, with difficulty, when it feels like God isn't hearing or giving us the desires of our hearts, when we're really struggling, you know, in that space in between, you know, the promise of God and its fulfillment in our lives, you know, this is a place where we're really tempted to give up and to bury our desire, you know, and, um, Today, I just want to encourage you to, to take a different perspective to these times uh, of trial, you know, these times of our lives. And I think this is one that St. James calls us to today. Um, this There's so many points that we could ponder, but the two that I want to look at, um, you know, whenever we encounter difficulty in life, we need to be looking for the gift, for the joy. Because the scripture says, count it all joy when you encounter various trials, which when I hear that, I know at first glance, it's like, huh, come again, joy trials. And the reality here too, is a reminder that joy isn't an emotion. Um, it is, it is bigger than that. Um, but it, it, there's a gift here, you know, there's a joy, there's a sustaining, uh, strength of God that is ours, that brings about something deeper than an emotional response. That is, that is joy. That's that's independent of circumstances, and so count it all joy. There's something to be joyful about here, and this is where we can start to choose to get curious instead of kind of either explicitly or kind of implicitly know, questioning the goodness of God. You know, like I know that this is a real place that a lot of us grapple with, right? Like, how is God good if this is happening in my life? But instead we need to say, I know God is good. And so anchored in that truth that God is only and always good, when we encounter a hardship, we can look at it from the stance that God must have a good plan for us through the hardship. That is going to lead us to count it all joy in the end. Because he is a good father. And a good father only allows a trial if he has a plan for us to profit from it. For something greater to come from it. That greater good, though, I really believe requires our cooperation. But he allows it because we, if we cooperate with him, this greater good can happen. And this is why it's so important that we don't give up. That we don't surrender and just say, oh, I don't, I don't want to... I can't handle this or whatever. I'm going to stop hoping. I'm going to stop thinking good things. I'm going to stop hoping for God's goodness. I'm just going to let what happens happen, you know. And there is a certain amount of surrender, right? Of course, we can't, you know, there's nothing. I'm not saying you should um, have a trial and argue against it and, and not accept it. There's an acceptance, but there's an acceptance and hope. An acceptance and hope that God is good in this and that I don't know where this is going. And I sure, you know, you can also be real. Like, I, I don't want to be here. I'm not enjoying this trial, let's say, but that I'm going to keep going forward. I'm going to keep seeking God in it because if he's allowing it, there is something good here. I just have to find it. This is where practicing his presence with us is so important. And so we begin to ask the question instead of the, instead of the, why is this happening? I can't like this is horrible. Kind of that, that sort of you know, it's real. I've been there. I'm not judging being in that place, but it's switching it a little bit and instead beginning to get curious with God and um, ask him, God, you know, maybe instead, 
who are you trying to be for me through this trial? Because God is, he's all about relationship, right? Like we are ultimately going to be in perfect relationship with him in heaven forever. One in the union with God, right? And so it's all about that. So I think everything on some level always goes back to us with God. So there's something here, Lord. What, who are you trying to be for me? How are you trying to reveal yourself to me through this trial that I wouldn't be able to grasp in any other way or God what are you trying to teach me or show me through this trial that I wouldn't be able to understand without it like these are the kinds of questions that can replace and help us move forward and away from that like dead end why question that we're just assuming there is something God has and we're we're starting to get curious while remaining anchored in the truth of the goodness of our father in the midst of a trial and that the end of this trial and that we don't see the end, we will be able to count it all joy. And so we're getting curious about that. So that's the first part is, is just having that perspective shift. And, you know, when you're taking your time today, I hope to meditate on this, to really ponder this in your own life, you know, begin to get curious about this, jot some of these things down for yourself. All right. And the second point is that I think when we petition God and we're asking for wisdom, as we face a trial, you know, this is, this is a key part in the scripture is that when we're asking God for wisdom and we're trying to see his perspective, right? It's not just make this go away, make this go away, but it's like, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me eyes to see. We must have faith that he will answer us as we're doing this, that this is a big thing. This is where he's talking about not being double-minded. James tells us that when we doubt, we are of two minds and unstable. And so we cannot expect to receive anything from God. And these are really strong words. James is calling us to have a mindset that is anchored in the truth, in the truth of who God is, in his nature, in his character. And he wants us to be confident in who God wants to be for us as our good and generous father. And I want to note here that James is focusing on the mind, not the emotions. You know, when we encounter tri- trials, we can be assailed by all sorts of emotion or emotional responses, right? But we get to choose our mindset. We get to choose what we focus. We get to choose where we what we speak about in the midst of the trial. And so as we choose those things, we choose what we focus on. We choose what thoughts we meditate or ruminate on. This is really where things begin to shift. So the call here is to focus on a mindset that reflects the truth of God and his desire to give us what we need to face a trial and to be blessed through it. You know, in my experience with this, I've really found it helpful to talk out loud in the midst of a trial, to confess the truth out loud, to go to scripture and 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 read things like this and say it out loud and pray the scripture out loud. Lord, you know, I, you know, I just declare that you are good and that I can count it all joy in the midst of this trial because that I will be tested in that. I will grow in faith and I will grow in perseverance through this. And we speak these things out loud and it really gives us strength to persevere and to learn through the struggle that we're facing and to resist kind of camping out in frustration or hopelessness. So I just encourage you in this to just check out the mindset and you have in whatever, whatever struggle, because we all have trials, right? We have big trials with little trials every day. We have some sort of trial, but I, I just encourage you to take one of the ones, because I hope there's only one in your life, but you know, one of the trials um, that you probably have and ask the Holy Spirit to help you see which one to really get focused on in the sense of the focus of what, what 
how can I shift my mindset here? How can I shift my attitude towards this trial and and glorify the Lord and receive and experience his goodness through it so that I don't just kind of toss my hands up and give up and just kind of, I guess, I think we can miss the blessing. We can miss the joy that God wants to give us because our will plays a part in all this. So Anyway, here I go on and on, but I just hope this is helpful for you guys because the reality is desire is scary because it, it just doesn't always go the way we want it to. There are trials, and so learning to go through all of this with the Lord at our side, recognizing he's at our side. He's always at our side, but how we experience it changes whether we acknowledge that and recognize that in a, in a real way, and so I pray that you're able to do that more and more as you're meditating on all of these things. Um, I'm so grateful to be with you guys. Know that I am praying for you, that I am with you in this. I'm so grateful that you've decided to join me. And um, yeah, check me out on the the course page. It's in the show notes here for the podcast if you want to ask questions or have any thoughts you want to share. I'd love to hear them. So thanks so much for tuning in today. Have a fabulous day. God bless you. Hey friends, thanks for tuning in today. I just wanted to put a little request in that if you have been enjoying this podcast and this challenge, would you consider heading over to your podcast host and putting in a little review, uh, liking the show, saying what you like about it. It would be so helpful, especially if you are in the Apple podcast world. It would just so help to get the word out about what we're doing here and just reach more people. I would so appreciate it. And just a reminder, you can register for the full experience of this Enter His Rest Challenge by going to my website, www.twoheartsforher, that's T-W-O, hearts, F-O-R, her.com, and click on the Podcasts and Courses tab at the top of the page, and you can register there. Thanks so much. Bye-bye.